people and my favorite potheads. It's your girl Sheridan. What's up, y'all? It's your boy Key. And we don't have our legal pundit, as Camera Whatever, in the building on this episode, but that's okay because this is the Chronicles and we give you your weekly dose of awareness from a high perspective. And we're going to push on. We got some topics for you. Um, Congressman. John Lewis, rest in peace to him. Yeah. Um, we're pretty sad about the news that we've just heard. So we're going to, of course, talk about him a little bit and what he's done for us. Um, and then we'll slide into a North Carolina city that has just approved reparations for black residents. Like, come on. But we're going to slide into a poll that shows even though that happened in our state, reparations aren't a priority for white Democrats. And then we'll slide into how the White House is blocking the Center for Disease Control for, from talking about anything about reopening schools that's supposed to happen next week. <laughs> and of course, we always have a living wild black for you. So if you got your blunts, bongs, however you smoke your stuff, Light it up. I got my blunt and it's hopping rotation. Yeah. All right. Oh, okay. So first things first, like you said, RIP to John Lewis. Super RIP to my man. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sad about this. And I really wish Cameron was here because y'all, like she's a lawyer and she is really into the civil rights you know, law yeah. and shit. And she is toe up about it. All right. She's one of the people that uh, got to actually meet him. Um, That's right. Yeah. A uh, little brief history on John. Um, of course, he's a civil rights icon. We got to put that out in front. Like mm -hmm. the man was a living legend. Um, too many accomplishments. I'll, I'll just list the big ones. Um, he was at the March on Washington. He actually was a speaker. Um, in 1963, there was the same march where Martin Luther King gave his I Have a Dream speech. Mm -hmm. John Lewis actually opened that thing up with his own speech. Nice. Um, he also was at the march from Selma to Birmingham. Um, he was really big on voting rights back in the day. Um, I think that's in the Jim Crow era. Yeah, that's what actually prompted him to, you know, get out there. Uh, this is a man who um, was awarded the highest honor a civilian can get in America, uh, the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 2011 by Obama. Um, and in 1986, of course, he won his seat in Congress. And that's where he was until he ultimately you know, passed away. So yeah. big shout out to John Lewis. I, I wish that... We had him for a little bit longer. Um, he was just somebody that in this time right now, it would have been really soothing to like hear him say something about what's going on. Cause he was yeah. pretty much sick this entire time. Yeah, he suffered um, from uh, stage four pancreatic cancer. Yep. <sighs> it would have been really nice to hear hear from him. So, it really would have been. Yeah, yeah, a nice little uh, common voice. Well, I don't even know if it would have been common. Who knows what it would have been? It probably would have been, like, this is somebody who literally got water hose turned on him. 
state. And when he was mm-hmm. the, the the march from Selma to Birmingham, um, he got a skull cracked. The police beat the crap out of everybody. Oh, Lord, I know I got a skull cracked. You know what I mean? So it's like, how would this man have seen what was going on today? Like, yeah. Is, is it as bad as then? No, but I mean, it still is pretty bad. It it's pretty bad. Like yeah. a lot of they they shooting they shooting rubber bullets at people's faces. People don't lost eyes. They, the police have killed people. You know there there's certain certain places the military is rolling up and just snatching people and throwing them in unmarked cars, civilian unmarked cars. So um, mm. it's, it's bad. I don't want to make it sound like it's the same thing, but <laughs> um, but I also don't want to make it sound like it's sweet out here like the racism is very alive and john lewis his voice would have been i don't know something yeah something definitely worked you said what would have been impactful yes yes like it definitely would have been because i would have loved to hear his perspective on like basically the evolution of this because that's all that keeps happening with this racism it just keeps evolving into Mm -hmm. a different form Right. And so, you know, now, but I, I definitely would have been interested to see what he thought about more white people finally uh, speaking up. Right. I wonder if he would have been like, you know, happy about that or, you know. <sighs> so rest in peace to John Lewis. We're going to continue your work. You know, we're going to continue. Yeah. But it makes me sad because I... I need I need some young people to get out here. Like he was 80 years old, um, passed away. And that's really, you know, there's there's congressmen, they 95, goddamn still up there changing laws. Yeah. Uh, but you know, we need some young ones, you know, up and coming. Like we gotta like make our mark there. Because I also wanna shout out um Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, mm-hmm. because she announced that she has cancer again. Yep. Um, was it, wait, what? And what kind of? Do you remember what kind of cancer it was? Was it breast cancer? I am not. I don't. I don't even remember. I can look that up. Continue talking. But that just makes me sad, you know, because and and now she in the Supreme Court. We need her. Yeah, we need her. We need her. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's it's really emotional for me right now. <laughs> like I'm pretty emotional. So we're gonna put some prayers out for Ruth Bader Ginsburg too. Like, girl, girl, keep on walking. Um, who knows? Like it might be pancreatic cancer. Mm as well which is the same thing that took out john lewis yep yeah so because she had she announced that she had uh she began radiation therapy for pancreatic cancer in 2019 but she had colon cancer in 99 and then she had a tumor in her lung in 2018 shit yeah so she's been fighting for a while right 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 so keep it out um yeah she said she gonna stay you know like she ain't like stepping down from the Supreme Court or nothing. She's right. still, you know, about to show up to work, I guess. However that, whatever that looks like for her. Hell yeah. Shout out to Ruth. 
Shout yeah. out to Ruthie. We need more. I think she's 86. Yeah, she up there too. She up yeah. there too. Her body. Her body might be calling it quits soon. <laughs> I know that's sad to say, but like it's the truth. Like yeah. that, but that'd be the problem with like when like all the people who are integral in the fight when they are getting so old, like yeah. at some point they gotta tap out. But who do we have next? Is, right. Is the thing. Like who's coming up behind them? Yeah, and really gunning for like these little amount of uh, power positions that, right. that we have. <laughs> well, I, thought, I thought Hillary Clinton could have went there. I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to that shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shout out to, <laughs> shout out to RB, RBG. You know what I mean? Keep it. Stay healthy. You know what I'm saying? I hope you go get some kombucha. Hopefully that shit help. I heard kombucha. <laughs> I had kombucha. It's, it's good, too. You get yeah. the right one. Yeah, I got a blueberry one downstairs. I'm about to go down and polish that off. I remember I didn't know what the fuck that was in 2018, I feel like. Oh, I, I feel like, what the fuck is a boot? They would say booch. I'm going to get a booch. Right? Booch. I think I don't know. Fuck it. Yeah, I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> but I mean, I'm pretty I sure. I didn't know what they was talking I'm about. Sure, I'm pretty sure that's how they would say. I it. feel like they did. I, I feel like that's how I would say it. You know, <laughs> if I was gonna shorten it, you know, I'm not gonna let them get some calm. Nah, that's not cool. <laughs> yeah, we can do some booch. That's funny. Oh man, so what we slide it into next? All right, so we're gonna slide into some reparations and shout out to North Carolina. Asheville. Uh, city, yes, city of Asheville. They passed a measure to promote home ownership and business opportunities mm-hmm. in the form mm-hmm. of reparations. Right. Um it sounds it sounds amazing. Um, I don't know all the details of what that means, but but basically they're promoting like specific initiatives that will go towards black people. So black right. people who want to be homeowners, black people who want to be business owners. So I think that's dope. Um, they uh, they put out a um, I guess it was. I don't know. I read this uh, paper form. I don't know if that was the measure, but um, I, I appreciated how they outlined a lot of things, um, like saying like they apologize for their role in you know history and systemic oppression and slavery and all of that, and they acknowledged you know that things are still going on now. Um, and, and they even acknowledge that we understand uh, it's going to take time because we've been, you know, dealing with this for centuries. So it's going to take some time to dismantle, but we're commit, committed to doing it. And they even set a, uh, not a specific date, but they said we're going to be checking in biannually from the time that, you know, this was approved. Right to make sure that shit is actually happening and motherfuckers just ain't talking and just mm-hmm. pass a bill just so we can right, say thank right, you. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Like, when this got announced, I saw a lot of people were, because, like, you hear reparations, you instantly think the check is coming for people, you know? Right. Like, once people found out that it was, like, in 
the form of, you know, um, housing loans and things of that nature and business loans and things of that nature are not, well, not loans, but like opportunity. But um, I think that this is still important. Like, I'm not going to be skeptic of this because like, for one, we don't know any way of reparations would work for us. Um, Yes. Oh my God. I'm so glad you said that because go ahead. We, we need this isolated way to test to see how this would work. You know what I mean? Um, If somebody else, if some other city wants to, you know, throw their hat in the ring to just pass out money, you know, let's see how that go too. You know what I mean? Right. Right. I'm curious too. Oh yeah. Let's, I hope I got my fingers crossed that that happened. But I mean, somebody has to, you know, give it a try. And then I'm, I'm, I'm happy that it was in our state. Um, Asheville is a very progressive state, a very progressive community, I mean, uh, city community as well. So mm-hmm. like, it's not surprising that it is Asheville. Um, I am going to keep my eye on this though. Like it's definitely something yes. I want to be, I want to be more hopeful and think if that shit works then it reparations won't be such a a crazy thing to consider because right. a lot of people are looking to be homeowners are and are looking to be entrepreneurs so like if this works well then like this would be an avenue this would be a real way to like you know come up in America i mean cuz shit the first version of reparations for black people were 40 acres in a, in a mule mm-hmm. this is a modern version of 40 acres in a mule it doesn't have to necessarily be a check even though people want the check right. and i'm not gonna fault people for wanting the check yeah you know yeah. yeah i agree with everything that you said i do um and and i was glad that you said that about the checks too because i'm thinking i'm like personally I feel like a lot of us, just being real, ain't ready to just receive a check. <laughs> Hell no. A lot of like, we're not gonna, I think we need no. education. And it's, and I feel like it's not our fault right. at the same time. I think we need education so we know how to use it like the white people do. Yeah. I mean, honestly, though, I feel like that's anybody. Like, you know, any race don't know what to like if you ain't got money like if you're not accustomed to money like you ain't gonna know what to do with money like That's i don't true. know if you ever watched that show uh the, the lottery ruined my life no <laughs> no if you ever watched that show it's about people who win the lottery and what happened after the, how they lost that shit yeah. and it's always old well not old it's always some middle-aged white people that you know they fuck up all that money. They'll win $23 million and be broke as a joke after that shit. All they got left is a boat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like, oh, no. You give anybody that's not used to fucking two, having $200 in their checking account at one time, you instantly give them, I don't fucking know, a hundred grand. They gonna wild the fuck out. Mm-hmm. They gonna wild the fuck out. Like motherfuckers don't understand what to do. So like it has to financial literacy and um and and uh, yeah, financial literacy has to be a part of 
any type of economic growth for the community itself. Like if we're going to talk about really advanced and financial literacy has to be, has to go hand in hand with whatever we got planned. Yeah. Yes. I 100% agree with that. So, and I feel like until that happens, I don't think we need to just be handing out checks because we're going to put that, dump that shit right back into the economy that don't serve us. <laughs> so. Straight up. But shit. Well, um, touching on reparations you know like like you said earlier not everybody is wanting reparations or not everybody is so um keen on the idea of reparations right Um, yep so a new poll shows that white democrats feel like reparations isn't a priority mm -hmm. um you want to do you have any stats um i do one second which i'm but i'm not surprised to hear that i feel like that show like this exposes the gap that is that's still there in a sense between you know just the the idea of this because you know of course black people we're like we need this like come on and and white people are like but i don't get like i don't know i don't get it and like, and even though we all Democrats, like we like supposed to be fighting for the same thing. So yeah, um, I don't have the percentage of the actual poll, but um, pretty much only thirty three percent of white Democrats are on the like are for the idea or have a positive view of reparations mm-hmm. um i feel like it, it touches back to what you just said um just because like people can agree with you on an issue they don't think that like the solution will be the same thing that you're talking about you know because mm-hmm. like it, it kind of goes back to like how certain people think like we're all the same and because we're all the same all we got to do is start like loving each other and everything will be fine but like that whole thing is like built on a lie like the fact that we are the same and the fact that like our society is built on the lie we have to even the playing field and destroy the lies you know mm-hmm. we have to dismantle the the th- the thinking that my differences make are negative so to speak you know what i mean right have to they're just different right and, and and we have to acknowledge the fact that my differences cause me to be behind the eight ball so there has to be a way where i can you know have the same starting point or at least my children. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, like, it, shit, I don't have the answer. Right. <laughs> I will say this. It's not surprising because, like, I mean, shit, that's that's what they do. That's what white people do, yo. White people, they think that they know best for you. Like, you can tell them we need this, and they say, well... I think this should happen. Actually. Yeah, so it's like, it's not surprising. It's not surprising. 
doesn't, yeah. doesn't, it doesn't even hurt my feelings, so to speak. It's just like, of course, of course mm-hmm. I don't want that. Yeah. And then their, their thing would be probably like, well, we weren't, we weren't given reparations. Bad things happen to a lot of people. I wasn't given. So the, it was it systematic. Was it systematic? Right. Now. Was, was Come it, on now. Your hardships. Was it uh, the outcome of a plan? Our hardships literally were planned out. That's, that's the difference. That's the difference. And I wish some damn white Democrats would try to say that shit because y'all supposed to know by now. So I, I really hope I don't hear that, that reason. Mm-hmm. But that, that, that just brings me back to, you know, uh, Asheville that we was talking on earlier. Like, I appreciate at least they're, they trying some. So, you know, yeah. well, um, keep your eyes on it. And then if it's going well, do more. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> it, can only, it can only get better from there. It can yeah. only get better from there. Yeah. Mm. So, okay. Y'all let us know how y'all feel about reparations. Hell yeah, please. please. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious to know, like, what what is the over, uh, like, would people rather it be the money or would you rather it be in the form of housing and business loans and things of that nature well maybe not loans i don't like the idea of a loan i don't like the idea of something like here's some money pay it back like right that's not reparations yeah that's not reparations i don't (laughs) like the idea of that but like if it if it's money for a certain thing i would i would enjoy that or would you just want a blank check well not a blank check but money here's some money go do it as you will Mm -hmm. yeah please let us know yeah, do that. All right, so we're going to slide into some fuckery in the White House. You know, it's always something. Oh, man. So the White House has blocked the Center for Disease, <laughs> the Center for Disease Control from just talking about, you know, their, basically their opinions about schools opening next week. Right? Like, yeah. and, and I, I just don't get it. Like, and so, of course, anything that I hear that, that Trump is doing, I'm automatically like, okay, what's his motive? But I'm like, what what could be the motive for you blocking people from knowing about the damn virus, the pandemic that people that that got people up in a in a what's the word I'm looking for? Whatever, stirring them up. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I, I I honestly don't understand this. Like, well, I understand it because like it goes against Trump is trying to make people think America is back to normal. Like, he, but we know that's not true. No, I know, but like that, he trying <laughs> his damnness. And if motherfuckers can't go to school, like people are gonna be pissed. Like if 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 housewives can't send the kids to school. <laughs> Like, they are going to be pissed. Like, I get it. Like, I fucking get it. But, like, damn. The fact, like, this man is literally went willing to go to war with any organization that is a part <laughs> of the government. Uh, uh, that is a part of just the fabric of American life. He will go to war with you. How the fuck you going to tell this? The center of disease to be like, hey, shut the fuck up about this disease. Like, <laughs> like what? 
<laughs> Why? Hey, hey, you don't get the fucking talent. <laughs> fucking scientists, shut the fuck up. If we want to go to work, we're going to go to work. If we want to send our kids to school, we're going to send our kids to school. Like, I don't understand this shit. I don't either. And like, I saw, like, there was a press conference where uh, Mike Pence, he literally said out of his mouth, because, like, of course, the CDC is on some shit, like, this is not a good idea. And he was asked about that, and he said, he literally said, we don't want to close schools because the CDC thinks it's a bad idea. And it's like, well, who whose ideas matter then if the scientists say it's a bad idea whose ideas whose opinions count for anything like we can't just ignore the opinions of the experts because some person over here is going to be mildly inconvenient so the fuck what we're adults this is america at the end of the day well i don't even want to say that this is america like that means something like the, the world keeps spinning, like, even if when you're inconvenienced, you know, like, right. it'll be fine. Get over it, you know? Like, people are, I understand that, like, in the beginning of the coronavirus, like, everyone was told that only a certain demographic is going to be affected by this. So they had, like, this false sense of, of uh, bravado about it like oh, i can i can send my kids out there it'll be fine or whatever they're not old people but bullshit <laughs> that shit is killing everybody now mm-hmm. and like i understand like the mortality rate is low and i get it i get it i get it but bitch shit is gonna get worse <laughs> you Ooh, know someone and someone's gonna have to go yeah. when it gets worse Shit is going to get worse. Like, if we're just playing bulls. Like, we're just fucking dicking around with this disease, or with this virus. Like, like the shit can't be, like, like it can't get worse. Like, I don't understand this shit. Yeah. Ugh, it just makes me sad. Oh, my God. Because, like, isn't, aren't there other countries that have gotten rid of it? More than one, right? Hell, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know if they completely got rid of it. Like, I know that there are certain countries that have, like, reduced the number of infected by, su- like, crazy amounts. Like, for instance, like, I know New Zealand, they have no cases. Um, a, a country like Japan, from, I want to say from February up until about two weeks ago, they only had 160 people with coronavirus. But, um, not to get sidetracked, but there has been a recent outbreak of coronavirus in um, Japan, but it's only on the military base in Okinawa. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like the army, like mm-hmm. the U S army uh, military base. And like they, the, that outbreak is, it might fuck up the relationship between the, the state of Okinawa and america like they honestly might have to leave but i'm not gonna get too into that but like that shit is getting crazy but like um countries have reduced their numbers crazy like even a country like italy who was honestly looking like it was gonna have like the worst outbreak Mm -hmm. of all the countries i remember they, they literally have flattened their curve and i'm talking like drastically now america is looking like the piece of shit who can't get their their shit together, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> the 
people. That's the thing. They don't want to get it together. These are the same people who have been told time and time and again, just talking about the school shit, just talking about, okay, you want to start school on time? These is what the number one thing you're going to have to do to get school back is wear a goddamn mask. And these people are like, fuck you. (laughs) This nigga Trump just wore a mask. He just wore a mask last week for the first time in public. So it's like, man, that's corny. That shit is corny. Like, I don't understand this shit. Like, you say you want this, but you're not going to do anything real, real to get there. Right. I don't understand that breed of folk. Yeah, man. Come on now. Let the CDC tell the people the real. But see, him blocking the CDC from testifying will make people think the CDC are a bunch of liars. Like, the opposite will work. Like, Oh God! I don't, I don't get these people. Idiots. But we, I feel like we should know by now. If he's doing that, then that means the CDC got some good true shit to share. Right. <laughs> like we should know that by now. Dealing with this man, like I, I just I don't understand. But um, I don't know. Maybe they'll um, he don't control their website, so hopefully they fucking say something. They don't have to make no super formal announcement. Shit, put this shit on your website and let us know what's up. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I honestly, if I was a CDC man, I would fucking start a YouTube channel and go live. <laughs> start an Instagram and go live at the same yeah. time that this fucking hearing is happening, and I would just be like, "Fuck, bitch." Wear a goddamn mask. (laughs) This shit is real. For real, yes. That's a good idea. So y'all just wear y'all masks, you know? It's being proven that it's it's helping. Right. So keep doing it and stay home. And this is all I want I want to say is. I don't think a lot of kids are going to go to school anyway. Like, I, I just don't think. Just you mean, like, by their, because of their parents being yeah, I, don't, I don't think yeah. parents are going to be risk. I don't think too many parents are going to be sending their kids home. Yeah. Sending their kids to school. I don't think so either. So. Whatever. Yeah, together. But, you know, let's go. Instead of living while black. Yeah. Wild black. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Need the testosterone. Right. All right. So, you take away our living wild black. This is a good one. All right, man. Um, shout out to Jamal Bowman. Jamal Bowman is a politician from the 16th district in New York, and he won the primary. Mm-hmm. Um, Looking like he's going to be the first black person representing the 16th district in Congress. This is a huge win because we need more black people in Congress, you know? Yes. Um, we just do. Yeah. It goes back to our point of like when we're discussing, you know, the Democrats and the white and the black Democrats, like we're on the same side, but, you know, there's still a bit of a disconnect because. Um, he beat who did he beat? But he was also a, a Democrat. Yeah, like the the reason why, even even though this is just a primary, 
the reason why this is like a celebrated victory is because like the person he beat, of course, he was a long running um, congressman for a long ass time. And, and this um, district, they, they don't even have like, a Republican uh, party in the area. And then like for a little bit of context, like of the 16th district, what it actually is, it's uh, that part of New York where Yonkers, Mount Vernon and New Rochelle are. Um, so it's like the part that's like above like what people typically think of when they think of New York, like the five boroughs. It's like the area above that. Um, it's just it's just really cool, man, that um, in this time, in this day and age that like um, more representation, you know, um, yeah. the area is predominantly black. I mean, predominantly white, but yet and still got that black voice jutted out to the front somebody who's gonna hopefully go up there to congress and fight for the things that represent the collective but also like help out you know the people mm-hmm. you know what i mean by the people <clears throat> and i appreciate that like no, that's no. awesome and just to give a little history, he worked in uh, public school education for 20 years before he decided to run for Congress. And uh, I'm going to quote him because I thought this was a nice quote. He was like, shit was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> everything I need to know about, bro. <laughs> Yo, like for real, like, okay. <laughs> For real, that's what he said. Shit was fucked up. I mean, I'm a principal on the Bronx side of the district for 10 years. I've got families losing their homes, parents that have been kids or killed, kids self-mutilating because of mental distress, which is real. Yeah. Uh, and kids being admitted into men- mental institutions. Mm. And um, let's see, what else did he say? I'm a black man who was raised by a single mother in a housing project. And that story usually doesn't end in Congress. Let go. Let go. That's powerful, though. (laughs) That's powerful. Shout out to Jamal Bowman. You a real one. Go fix that fucked up shit. (laughs) (laughs) Go fix that fucked up shit, you know? Yes, and yeah, inspire more of us to to get right up in there too. Right, because we definitely need you and more people just like you. Exactly. That's it. And with that, this has been a good one. Yeah. All right. So yes, y'all, let us know. Um, let us know about the reparations that we talked about earlier. Make sure y'all subscribe, The Chronicles Pod, everywhere, Apple Music, wherever you get your podcasts. And follow us on Instagram, The Chronicles underscore pod. And we will be back next week. Re-up so you can smoke with us. <laughs>